Are you recording? Yes. <laughs> right. Don't need to be like that. I'm also quite impatient. <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, I won't keep you waiting. Thank you. Welcome, everyone, to episode 98. It is. Of the Mid-Faith Crisis podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes, indeed. He's Nick Page, and I'm not. Yes. Well, you're... How are you, is the question. I'm absolutely fine, thanks. How are you? (laughs) You're absolutely (laughs) lying, aren't you? I got a bit of an infection. I don't want to talk about it. Where might this infection be? On my right breast. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Right on your right breast, in fact. On the very epicentre. Exactly, Um, it is. hmm. Thanks thanks for not mentioning it, though. No, I couldn't. I I appreciate... Come on. I appreciate your candour and care. The, the (laughs) The description of this podcast is one which combines spiritual formation and innuendo. If you have an infected nipple... I'm not going to overlook comedy gold. It's making me laugh and I'm in pain. (laughs) I'll be honest. It's like the Lord has given us a gift. I'm blessed. (laughs) It is true. Anyway, I imagine it's no laughing matter for you. It's not. Uh, In view of, some listeners may remember from right back at the beginning... An alarming infection I had in an elbow once. Mm. I just went into panic mode because that one was like growing by the hour and, you know, ended up in hospital and antibiotics and intravenous drips. So I assumed this would be the same, but it wasn't. I just went to the doctor in this panic. I've got an infection. How do you get an infection there? No, I asked the same question. Mm. And we ran through all the, you know, were the nipple clamps too tight? Were the, you know, we, we did all the, kind of, all the standard questions you ask on those occasions. No, no, yeah. no I, asked him, I asked him exactly the same question. Yeah. I said, how on earth? Yeah, how do you get one in your elbow? How do you get one there? How? Wh- why? So no cuts how? or anything? No. Like or no, I look or... after my nipples with great oh, care. Please. Do. There's a charity set up to help you. I know. <laughs> anyway, um, that is. Anyway, well, I hope. I, I know you're feeling a bit sort of dopey and out. Of well, I, I do. Yeah, that is the stuff. The basic symptom, other than sore, is I do feel a bit dopey. Yeah. But then again, I'm quite dopey on this podcast normally, so no one should notice the difference. No, we yeah. should be fine. Should be fine. <laughs> anyway, how are you? Thanks for not yeah. bringing that up. You all right? I'm all right, actually. I'm, well, I have got a stomach thing as well, so I'm on have medication you? as well. So here we are, two old crocs. We are getting old, aren't yeah, we? Look I at us. Like getting old, really. No, it's not. I like it in some ways. What do you, you like know, about like, it? Well, I like being able to look down on people. And um, <laughs> You've always done that. I like the freeing <laughs> ability of it, you know, that I feel I don't care anymore about so many things. That's very nice. Yes, that's true. Uh I don't like the creaks and the groans and the you know the 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 thing you're never quite without sort of some aches and pains. I don't like. Yeah, that that's weird, isn't it? Because we're not really old. I mean, I'm fifty. Well, I think am I? No, I'm fifty-four. But I'm going to about to be fifty-five soon. Yeah. How old are you nowadays? Yeah. I'm fifty-eight. Are you really? Yeah. I mean, we're not young. I mean, that's the fact of the matter. 
no, no, but I don't know. There's that, but I do other bits about it. I really like. I I do like the um. Having said that, I didn't like it. I'm lying. Uh, other bits I I do really. Like. I do like the fact mm. that you feel a bit more sort of confident in yourself and all that kind of stuff. There was some good, and I intend to grow old disgracefully. Oh yes, so me too. I, yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, to be fair, you grew young disgracefully as well. So. <laughs> I've just always been disgraceful. You're, you're <laughs> so the candle no the change there. Um, <laughs> that, that's how you get infected nipples, I tell you. Anyway. Uh, anyway, good. Shall and, we move um, on? How yes. was Christmas? I mean, we've had Christmas. That came and went pretty quickly, didn't it? It was nice. It was quiet. Really? Why do you sound surprised? Well, I assumed, being the throbbing hub of Ensham, <laughs> that there would be the normal ensuing chaos of having three daughters with various men running no, after No, no, no. Firstly, there's no men uh, attached. And secondly, it was, no, it was very quiet. It was nice. It was very relaxed. How about you? Uh, it was extremely nice. Very, very good. Very busy. Lots of people. We didn't really go anywhere. Everyone seemed to come to us, but not in one go this year. Normally there's a massive table full of people Christmas right. Day. I think it was just the five of us this year and then five the following and then it, and so it goes on. So it was a kind of a lot of um, people. And, you know, like if you're in a grumpy mood, you could frame it as I spent my entire Christmas emptying, washing up, mm. you know, clearing up and preparing more food. Mm. Um but actually, I kind of love that. Well, you do love way. it, don't you? You love his yeah, hospitality. You love yeah, I do. Friends. Yeah. You love food and wine and all that. Yes, I do. Hmm. Rather more than I should. Yes. So, it was wonderful. I do love it actually. Hmm. Good. And yeah, yeah. That's all there is to say. I particularly enjoyed watching Christmas Carol again. Not, still not really sure what I thought of that new kind of Peaky Blinders adaption they did. Like, I've only actually seen the first episode. I've got it. I'm, I'm going to watch the rest of it. I thought it was quite interesting. I did. I had to get over the. I had to get over this notion that they were just trying to be clever and sweary yes. and oh, check out our blue filter and our bad language and how cool we are. And I wasn't convinced Guy Pierce was sufficiently nasty to play Scrooge. But by the end, I I kind of appreciated what they were trying to do. And it is my favourite story, so I'm I'm not going to be impressed if you mess with it too much. But no, that's true. It's such that's, a good Well, that's story. comforting to know because I think it's pretty much the perfect uh, plot, actually. I think it's pretty much the perfect mm. story. I think, um, yeah, it, yeah I, I enjoyed it. I think you just had to relax, didn't you, and take away from the idea that it's, it's not going to be what I think we can agree is the pinnacle of, of the versions, which is the Muppet Christmas mm. Carol. Obviously. You know, so we all... We're not going to disagree on that. That's what we do. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> so once you sort of relax and say, well, okay, it's not that, it's something very different. I think it was, it was the first bit looked interesting. I'll have to catch up. Yeah. I'll maybe watch yeah, it before the next episode and I can. Well, it doesn't have to just notes. be a Christmas movie, I think, no. Christmas Carol no. at all. I mean, it's just fantastic. And uh, you, you were on a no present Christmas, weren't you? Yeah. So, no presents. No presents. And uh, as you know, before Christmas, I was starting to get real cold feet about that and you know, breaking out in a sweat mm. of would mm. this be all right and would everyone mm. feel unloved mm. and, you know, all the rest of it because, you know, the whole idea behind Christmas is showing people you care, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, the reality of no presents was great. Didn't miss them at all. Really? And I think the reason is because we just had a great time with people. Yeah. And we were, you know, eating and drinking and enjoying each other's companies as well as going on walks and... Playing loads of games, very gamey people, our family, so lots of games. And and so that was great. So it just, A, we just didn't miss the whole present 
giving thing at all because we were too busy having fun doing other stuff. And and B, and this is the great advantage, um, I mean, to be fair, I had trained all our family not to give us, you know, like nasty plasticky stuff and, you know, to generally give items that I can eat or drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they were a good lot anyway, if you're going to have presents. <laughs> but, uh, but you're not sort of wading through the mountain of chocolates yes. and everything well into January because there, were, there weren't any. So right. it's great, other than the ones we bought to share at Christmas that wouldn't last into January anyway. Right. So there's no big Christmas hangover, and uh, yeah. That's so I, it was it was a success from good. my point of view. Yeah. I don't know how others felt. They may have felt hideously unloved by me, but I didn't yeah. feel unloved by them. <laughs> well, that's really nice. That's nice. Yeah. You know, I th- do you see about? Do you think love languages? People have different love languages, don't they? Yeah. And some people whose love language are gifts might find that quite. Yes. Difficult. That is true. Well, I think what you've got to do is know who those people are and, and just get them gifts, you know, yes. at other times. Yes, yeah. If you love them. And, yeah. you know, ignore them if you don't. Yeah, good good advice there. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> anyway, have you, have you exhausted... You I think good? so, yeah. yeah we, I think now. we're done. Let's, Shall let's we move? I've had enough already. It's yes. January. So we should move on to some housekeeping. Yes, we should. Uh, well... Uh, first up, I think. No, first up is you in March on the second to the sixth of yes. March. You are at Lee Abbey, yes, one of I our favourite places in the world. What are you doing there, Nick? I'm doing a, a, a week, so well, it's not quite a week, is it? As we always say, it's a few days. Uh, yeah. Retreaty kind of course on called paying attention to God, and uh, it's about. Find hearing from God or paying attention to God in all kinds of things through listening to each other, through or listening to ourselves, through looking at our own lives, through journaling, through art, through poetry, through all kinds of stuff, through nature. A lot of nature Sounds stuff great. will go on. Yeah, so it's a bit more. It, it's kind of like bringing together two creative things and trying to sort of yeah. say what what do we think God is saying to us and how can I express that? So it's perfect if you're into writing mm. or or journaling or photography or poetry or any any kind of creative endeavor mm. or if you just want to come and spend some time doing contemplative exercises and getting out yeah. to the lovely scenery um we can explore that together i'm looking forward and, to that oh uh, it's going to be terrific yeah and, it, and in a really beautiful place yeah and spending time with you let's not undersell it well i mean you know uh, but you to know, pay attention that's... to me is very so so if people want to do that have you have you gone as far as putting the link up there is a link on our website yes there's a link to our events yeah do that and of course Mm. and we'll put it in the show notes attached to the podcast as well so yeah so nick gets a chance to be far more creative than when he's with me yes (laughs) which is in june yes uh june the 8th to the 12th and we'd love to see you there and we will play differently then although i imagine we will be doing lots of walking and bird spotting well i think we'll bring some of the similar stuff in but yeah it'll be a different it's Mm. a different thing we're we're beginning to plot that and plan what we're going to do there and maybe we can talk about that later on but um, yes you'll be there nipple permitting i imagine yes exactly right yeah i'll be there with both (laughs) my nipples uh, hopefully <laughs> you had to bring that oh, up again, gift didn't that's you? Gonna keep on giving. Yes, thank you. You say it's a no gift Christmas, but you've given me this. <laughs> okay, and on March the fourteenth, if you can't mm. wait till June to see us, why don't you pop along to Nottingham? 
yes. to see us for the day. And our dear friends Mark and Helen Lloyd put on the day £25 inclusive of lunch. So little of that money will ever find its way to us. Um, but uh, it looks like a good day. It's called The Big Conversation. And he's really wanting to tease out the role of conversation in moving us forward in faith, particularly once we've hit that kind of mid-faith crisis thing. We don't like sitting still in church and listening mm. to the experts' opinion. So... It's kind of built around that and conversation and, and, and where you go with conversation and what are the best vehicles to move forward. So Yes, and, and Nottingham is, is, is slightly up north, so good for it is. Good for people from those regions. A bit easier to get to than Lee Abbey, but yep. you could you could do both. <laughs> you could. Well, All three. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you may remember last time I invited people to come and have a meal with us anytime. And I'm meeting with Martin and Jane tomorrow and Neil and oh, Jenny lovely. next week. Yeah. Oh, look at you. I know. You like, your little pastor's heart is throbbing. Well, it is throbbing. Uh, there's so much more I want to say about this throbbing heart of mine. But, <laughs> but we must do another episode on church. We've got to do another episode because I think my ideas have morphed and changed possibly oh, since okay. the last time we talked right, about good. That, so. We'll put it in the in the list uh, so i think that's all the the church notices yes it um, is should we just uh, do should we do one bit of feedback let's do one bit of feedback shall we yeah from tom yeah yeah let's do this he says this hi joe the kicker is in the ps but i'll just do the the, the main bit for now hi joe and nick one thing i have wondered several times as i've listened to your you cast your pod is what the mid-faith crisis looks like from the left. What I mean is, it seems that you two and most of your correspondents are coming to the mid-faith crisis from a theologically conservative background. And so part of the mid-faith crisis journey is moving away from a rigid doctrinaire legalistic posture to one that is more open. That is, in addition to what has happened in deep inner places, there is a theological move leftward or to the centre or even further. My own journey follows this path as well, although I find that for some theological issues I return to my earlier position only with a greater appreciation for other positions and an awareness of the ethos underlying that position. But what does it look like, he says, for those from a theologically liberal background? Do they move right to the centre? Do they move even further left? Or does their mid-faith crisis not involve any theological element because they're already where they should be? Love to hear from you two and your other listeners on this. Blessings, Tom. It's an interesting point, isn't it? So my initial reaction to that is I, I don't know how helpful the language of left and right is, conservative and mm. liberal, because I think we all used to know what that meant. Mm. And ever since, I think, Brian McLaren's book, A Generous Orthodoxy, I felt, no, the trouble is most of us are all of those things. Mm. You know, we're a little bit left of centre, we're a little bit right of centre, we're a little bit on the centre, and, you know, every shade in between. And so... You know, I feel like I'm very conservative about one or two things. Like, for example, I'm a fundamentalist about God is love. Mm. But then I would have a much freer, more liberal position towards interpretation of some of the aspects of the Bible and things than others would feel. So, like, it, it doesn't quite... So that's the, the problem with that. But whether people do the journey have all, who have always been liberal, mm. I don't know. Do you know? No, and I, I think we've we've touched on it before, I think, a long time ago, but I, I, what I wondered then was whether if they're going in the other direction, we sort of pass each other, as it were. Yeah. So you don't see them because they moved they yeah. moved to the churches that we might have Left. moved out of. <laughs> uh, so I don't know about that. My, I, I think 
it does tend, I would have to say, I think it does tend to be in the direction from a more conservative to a more liberal position, if it's just yeah. those easy, easy labels. Or yeah. from, but it could be more traditional in some ways, because you often, uh, I often meet people who have come from a very yeah. sort of charismatic worship kind of church background who now really relish formal Yes, liberty. exactly. Yeah, that's true. I suspect it may have yeah. something to, just to do with being exposed to something new, just finding something new and going yeah. to, to those places. I mean, I know I know some people, for example, who've moved into um, the Catholic Church or Greek Orthodox Church, and in fact yeah. they've become quite conservative yeah. from that point of view. You know, they're not yeah. exactly the world's most liberal institutions, some of them. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's it, true. I think probably you're right with that we're all a bit of a mix and that fundamentally what we're talking about is these questions people have. So you're more likely to have kind of questions and doubts yeah. if you come from a particular doctrinal background, I guess. Yeah. I mean, and, and there isn't that sense of people always, you know, the grass always looks greener somewhere else yes. as well, yeah. I think. And yeah. so uh, I remember listening um, to uh, Pete Rowlands talk about the fact that he had a friend who was really, really kind of, he was a young, trendy producer in LA and he was quite hedonistic. He lived a crazy lifestyle and he talked about his desire to just become a monk. Yeah. And equally, he had a monk friend who lived in a monastery, <laughs> this life of civil, who longed <laughs> to the hedonistic lifestyle yes. of materialism. Oh, so there is that kind of sense that you kind of... You critique what you've got and, and the other stuff looks better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, can I do the PS now? Yeah, but do. Yeah, he says, I he stop says, you in the first place. Well, no, 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 here's the PS. It's okay. quite a kicker. He okay. says, I just finished my demon on the mid-faith crisis. Since I shamelessly stole your podcast title, it seems only fair to give you the smallest citation allowed by Canadian law. See page 63 of the attached PDF file. <laughs> and he has sent us. His, I didn't uh, see the PDF. Oh, you haven't sent it to me. Well, I, I, you know, I want to read it before you. Okay, fair enough. So <laughs> so he's done a D-min. Tom, you've done a D-min yeah. on the mid-faith crisis. He has. And you're asking us this question. Yeah, exactly. It, we're throwing it right back what at you. What kind of time. expert are you, is what I would say. <laughs> Anyway, well, do great. get in touch. Be interested to hear what your what your research says. Hey, your, your feelings. Says yes. Like also, speaking of overseas listeners, we mm -hmm. have from time to time had correspondence from uh, a few dear friends in Australia, and just want a, a little shout out uh, to them over there, saying, "Man, oh man, are we thinking oh, of yeah. you guys?" I mean, yeah. normally we're mentioning them to to you know either commiserate about cricket or to rub it in their faces or whatever or the other way around on some occasions yeah, but this time we are just sending much love to you mm. all and uh, our hearts are breaking uh, mm. as those bushfires uh, rage through but lots of love to you i hope you're well and if you have time uh, send us an email to let us know you're safe we'd love to hear mm. from you okay uh so um did you i want to ask you did you do your fabled new year's eve meditation on Worthing Beach. Do you know what? We didn't do it on the beach this year. Lord. I don't I'm not, yeah, I'm not quite sure why I did. I think because I've just done it so many years and then last year uh, there was a bit of peer pressure from people saying oh you are going to do it and I was going no. no I wasn't going to do it this year and then I think this and year you've you know how you get. It. Sometimes you just think, do you know what? I don't think I will. Yeah. Um, that, that and the restraining order from work. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I suppose some will say I could have compromised and worn my clothes this year. But... 
Well, anyway. <laughs> so what did so did you do any kind of particular? Yeah, no, we did do. Uh, we did very much do a New Year examine in Seoul Place. Um, right. So um, yeah, it was it was really helpful. So as you know, I I asked you for what you did, and then we took that and used that as a basis and rewrote it a bit and and came up with a sort of more Seoul Placey type version. All right. It. So so what we should uh, we should um, remind the listener. Uh, mm. Before I, I can't remember when it was but the last was it the last episode yeah. or before that anyway I'd done a little thing uh, with a group of people about the examine of the year and looking yeah. back over the year and just sort of so taking that same approach about you yeah. know, reflecting on things and, and seeing what happened so how did you you say you adapted it um, yeah it was very rough notes anyway so well, we took out the long words yeah <laughs> <laughs> take take me through it what did you do okay so so the examine is really a sort of quiet reflective way of asking some fairly searching questions of yourself mm. and you know really helping you just kind of connect with your soul really and what's going on inside so one of the ones is look looking back over the year for what have you been most grateful and we kind of encourage people to take their mobile phones out in flight mode i hasten to add at that point and um and scroll through their photos you know because oh, that's a great idea when when you do that you realise one, you take far too many photos. If you mean. yeah, tell but me about two, it. you realise how because generally, you know, a lot of us take photos of the things that you know we really enjoy, <laughs> be that food or sunsets yes. or people or whatever it happens to be, and um, and of course you you forget just so many great things. So even you know, I could just about manage December and November, some of the highlights, but going back to January and February and March, realising there have been some spectacularly wonderful things mm. in that last mm. year. So and, and I th- I hope that was that was most people's experience. So yeah, and you know, just thinking about what causes us to be thankful in That's life. That's a lovely idea looking at the photos. Yeah. Before one of the gifts that we because we were doing sort of a more of a made christmas for you know putting things together for, okay. for each other and um and uh one of the things we gave to the girls was scrapbooks of uh with photos going way back you know oh, really together. what a lovely so, thing but in order to do that i had to sort of you know combine lots of old iphoto albums and all kinds of stuff oh, right. into one massive <laughs> iphoto dump <laughs> and and it was 19.7 gigabytes <laughs> unbelievable That's amount. A lot mind of you photos. a huge amount of it was my teenage daughter sort of pouting yeah. and selfies uh, <laughs> but, but you know and they and they countered by saying there was an awful lot of archaeological sites from the middle east so that's fair enough uh, <laughs> when i was doing research back in the yeah. in the in the sort of mid 2000s yeah but yeah no it's great to look back it was it was lovely mm. some lovely moments brilliant and saying oh that was a wonderful time yeah. together it's really good yeah that's a great idea yeah and what next so you started with gratitude so you start with gratitude and, and what you've been grateful for and then and then you start with well where have you glimpsed where have you glimpsed God in this last year? Mm. And, and related to that question, you know, what have you found most life-giving in the last year? To really think about that, because that's going to hopefully inform your coming year. So, you know, what, what, do, have, what do you mean by that? What, what, do you, what have you found most life-giving? Well, well, what it, kind of experiences or what? Or what yeah, what? It, we've used this word a lot, soul place. I don't even know if it's a real word. Aliveness. Um, but right. when do you feel most alive? When That's do you, a great question. You know, so 
so that's what's related to that and you know we understand that so what have you found most life-giving what make when have you been alive right in the last year and so you know for me that's that's simple i know that i'm alive when i'm connecting with people but particularly when i'm connecting with nature and the ideal is with people in nature Mm, mm. drinking wine and (laughs) eating (laughs) that's very helpful i i some time back when i had a spiritual director i was talking with him about um i was working through john's gospel i was reading john's gospel Mm. it was all about light and life the early bits you know and and he asked me this kind of question he said where is where do you find the life what do you find? It's the same kind of question. Where do yeah. you find life? It was really interesting to reflect on it. What what gives you that kind of sense of being alive of energy? I yeah. think that's a great question. I'm going to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you when I see you alive, wandering into what you would view as an Aladdin's cave of secondhand books, <laughs> what yeah, I would view a, as a very a dull next two, year, two years <laughs> of my life <laughs> waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway, so, so gratitude... And yeah. then glimpses of God and life giving yeah. thing. And so then, and then, and then there's, so you know that could be an examining all of its own. Yeah. But if yeah. you've got time and you know you got some space, there's a question about when and where were your actions most in line with the Christ, or you might want to say when and when were your actions most in line with the kingdom of God. Now that's right. similar to the last question. I think about being alive. When are you most alive? But this is really about, you know, when when do you know you've been? <laughs> yeah, there's so many phrases to use. You know, in the slipstream of the spirit, or you know, you might have said, or when do you know you're just doing what God wants you to yes, do? Yes, yes. I mean, it would be another way of phrasing that question. And and equally, if you if you want to go there, when and where were your actions and attitudes, you know, least in line? Mm. with the kingdom of god mm. I mean, you know and, and and to ask yourself what habits and life patterns are you noticing it's good to you know be honest with yourself in in those ones so so you know I and mean, obviously when you're doing that in a group we have a policy of not sharing that's a very private matter and then the way we pray for each other is to light a candle and you know lay something there sometimes um, with questions like that and then so you so you're working through that stuff and then and then the next question would be having remembered you know how do you want to respond what actions do you want to take into this coming year what actions do you need to take yeah, yeah. into this coming year and that, i think that, that sounds that really incredibly helpful yeah. have you written it up yeah i have yeah yeah we did it on a sheet and and if anyone wants this who's listening is anyone still listening there might be um if you are and you'd like that um that sheet and those questions send an email to joe at midfaithcrisis.org and i'll send you the documents well we should put it on the website Uh, we should would that be better that would that would save them having to contact me yes good it would be yes and it's what kind of what websites are for one of them is that is that it oh resourcing and stuff hey that's great that interweb isn't it it's useful isn't it (laughs) (laughs) yeah so there you go um yeah, it is helpful. And it's great to do it with a group of people who are basically your cheerleaders cheering you on, encouraging you. And, mm. Yeah. Mm. Good. So there we go. Well, I think that sounds a really interesting um, exercise, some really good questions in there. I mean, it's something, it's interesting. So looking forward to it, that sort of remembering and responding and then, you know, thinking about, well, what do I want to do 
next year this is obviously a good time to do that you know i mean one way it doesn't make any difference when you do it does it it's, it's, no, it's just arbitrary when you yeah do it. yeah it's completely arbitrary but there is something yeah. cultural and something i don't know it's about the dark point of this yeah, year and looking is. ahead yeah, to it that, that makes is. it a good time for doing that hmm. so you know i thought we could touch briefly as on um new year's resolutions as well or that I don't really want to talk about them in, in in some ways, but I mean, I don't know if you've made any. Do you do resolutions? You don't really. Do I you? well, no, I do. Oh, okay. I do, but I think I've just narrowed it down to one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's that's a kind of okay. <laughs> that's the kind of approach I take. Um, I don't. Yeah. You, you, you don't need to tell me if you don't want to. That's absolutely fine. Oh, I'll I'm give you a clue. Shamed of it. I'll oh, okay. You... Yeah. Well, yeah. That does. Okay. <laughs> So a bit of running and a bit of... <laughs> yeah, something like that. Stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway. I have just exposed my stomach to Nick Page. For the, sake oh, of Lord. <laughs> the cost I pay for doing this. <laughs> I mean, no, I've, okay. I've set a few... You know, I quite get yeah. quite excited about it because it's a chance to get really organised and use yeah. some stationery. Yeah. That's what I love about <laughs> yeah. them. You, know, so you, can, yeah. you can write them down with your pens. And, oh, your fountain you know, pens. I, oh, do you know what? I had one of the most exciting days over Christmas was cleaning all my fountain pens out. Okay. Clean them all out, yeah. And re-inking just a few. So not, not not actually just writing, but actually the maintenance of maintenance. the fountain pens was, was one moment. of the most exciting things for you. Yeah, absolutely cleaned it out. Form your own opinions, listeners. <laughs> That's all anyway. I'm saying. So, I, yeah, and I, and I started thinking about it, and there's a few things I want to do. I want to walk more. You know, because walking, there's a great, uh, I heard this great podcast on, on uh, walking called, it's um, a podcast, it was from the BBC called Don't Tell Me the Score. And it's a professor of neurology talking about the benefits of walking. I love walking. It's really fascinating. Well, I'll put a link up. I'm already sold on it. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. So, it. you know, got Nothing that kind of thing about that. getting your steps up. And I want to do more bird watching. You've got me back hooked on that. So I've yes. signed up for... For a 200 bird challenge, I'm going to try and see do 200 bird species this year. Whoa! You know. Oh, that. I don't be know good if I'll do it. Yeah, it would be good going. I might have to resort to just watching them on the television. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure that counts. <laughs> but then, as I more began to think about it, I kind of thought, you know, I don't know about resolutions. Really. No, I'm not sure really. Because you're kind of setting yourself up for stress, really, in a way. If you put numbers on them like that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're setting yourself up to fail, mm. and 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 in a way, I'm not sure that just those things address the underlying need. What's the underlying cause behind that? Mm. Yeah, exactly right. So people say, for example, I'm going to go to the gym or whatever, mm. but I, you know, you wonder, well, what's the issue that's been stopping them going yeah. to the gym for the rest of the, for the previous year? Exactly. And, it, right. and how are yeah. they going to change that? Yeah. And that's the same for spiritual formation, isn't it? It's kind of like people say, well, I want to pray more, I want to do that, I want to read yeah. my Bible more, all kinds of things come out this time yeah. of year. Yeah. So what's been stopping you? And unless you address that, I don't think the new, you know, putting a number on it is going to do anything. Exactly right. So, I mean, essentially, something's been wrong and you've sort of, uh, you're able to articulate, if I could wave my magic wand, this would fix it. Yes. But without the sort of plan and the real intention to... Yeah you know, change things. It's, it, is, it is doomed to failure. I think yeah. you're right. I, and certainly that's been my experience in previous years. Yeah. So so what I've 
discovered, and this comes from again from another podcast. I was listening to quite a geeky podcast called Cortex. But they, you listening to a geeky podcast? They were oh, how unusual. Now. They they were talking instead of setting New Year's resolutions, they set themes for the year. Right. Um. So in other words, like you know, like Chinese New Year. It's like the year yeah. of the rat, or it's, I think it's the year of the rat. <laughs> the really? I don't know what that means. Okay, but it could be the year of the dragon, or the year of the yeah, you know, I don't know, Mongoose. fried rice or something. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> fried rice. Is that? It? Not sure it's... it's a recognised Chinese year. <laughs> it, it would be, I'd really like that year, <laughs> but it would go against the whole gym thing, wouldn't it? Okay, right. Anyway, but but the year and they set they they would set um, things like the the year of less or a year of stability. Yeah. In, in other words, what do I what do I need in my year? What would I like to do? But not setting goals on it because anything could could go into that. You could move right. forward into that in any way. So I thought it was really helpful and something really interesting to think about. Yeah, that is interesting. What is my theme for this year? And so I've got a kind of theme. Have you? Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I do. Of course I do. Uh, my theme for this year is outside. Oh. That's my theme. As George Michael once said, let's <laughs> no, go outside. No, for totally different reasons, <laughs> oh, okay. I say. All right. But in, in other words, getting, getting a bit out of uh, outside my comfort zone... Uh, outside in in nature a bit more out with people because i've identified that i want you know i kind of want to spend more time with with friends and things like that last year i did the pilgrimage and things like that which was great yeah um that's my kind of thing and i want to kind of do a whole load of stuff that's gonna you know that's genius lead into that i like that a lot Yeah. yeah Brilliant. So I don't know. Have you, have you had a chance? Would you? What was well, your theme? Because I know you, I kind of flung this at you, and you did. Fling said, it okay, at what's me. your theme? Well, I want your one for a start. Well, you can have it. It's kind want. of related because I, I was thinking of just making it more well-being. Yes, and that could look like lots of different things, but uh, definitely being outside with people more. And one of the things we've been talking about more and more, uh, Rachel and I, is is doing more. St- more stuff outside so more sort of meditations outside right. more guided right. walks and you know all, all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. spirit spirituality outside rather yeah uh, i guess but i think well-being encompasses more than just the sort of physical aspirations yeah. i have you know in terms of weight loss and all those sort of things but but it is doing those things you know back to that um question about what brings you alive why is it I don't do more of the things that bring me alive? I mean, they're, mm. they're free. They don't cost any money. So it's not because of, you know, lack of resource or whatever. It's that I don't prioritise them. So I find that I have time to sort of veg out in front of the TV, but not do the things like walking at night, which I really enjoy. I mm. like walking on the mm. beach at night in all weathers, actually. And so because mm. there's no one else around. But, but I like those kind of things. And I think... For me, under this, under this theme of well-being, and and not just for me, but for those around me, as well, and seeking their well-being, it's it's about, I suppose, just wisdom. I mean, I got to the you know fifty-five years nearly, and I know a lot of stuff. So you know, I need I never need buy a book on how to lose weight. I don't really need to buy more books on prayer or how to do contemplation. I don't really need more bird books. I know know stuff. Mm. I just don't do it. 
Mm. And so it's that transition, isn't it? From like, I kind of don't feel I need lots more knowledge about stuff. I feel mm. like I need to just grow in doing what I know to be good, healthy choices, you know, when it comes to food and all the rest of it and 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 so on. Throughout, think... definitely making time for the things that make me feel alive spiritually as well. That's great. I think well-being is a fascinating word, actually. I think that's a really oh. good word. Yeah, like, if only there was a Greek physical. word, that, if only there was a Hebrew word that described it. Is there? <laughs> I don't know. You're the shalom expert. I don't know. I don't know Hebrew. All the letters look the same and they go the wrong way. What am I supposed to say about that? <laughs> yeah, I thought but, you knew everything about everything. No, I did. Well, that sense of wholeness, I think, comes yeah. into health. Health, mm, hail, whole comes from that. Yeah. Um, so the, the well-being, I think, is great because, like you say, it's not just about the physical. No. There's a huge amount of things that, that mm. make you feel, you know, feed into your well-being, make you feel well. Um, that's great. Yeah. So anyway, those, 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 that's what I I've, like that. A theme. You know, those, I'm really going to work hard at my, my theme of outside. I'm going to just try and add into it. And, of course, there are no goals set to it. I mean, I know I talked about the 200 birds, but, you know, it's like mm. there, there are no, I don't have to set a yeah. goal to it. I, I mean, right. I'm, I, you know, there are certain measurements I like. To yeah, do, I was going to say, know. how do you know if you're doing it? So let's say we're in uh, May now. How do right. how do we know how the outside well, theme's going? Well, I think what you should do, and this is one of the things that the podcast people talk about, and of course they've got a product to sell off the back of it, which is a journal. But a journaling is a good way of doing it. So you could sit sit down at the end of each day and say, what have I done on this theme yeah, today? Have I done anything? And if you haven't done anything, it's no big deal. It's only a day. But, you know, mm. what have I done this, or this week towards yeah. this theme in my life? How have I kind of helped that along? And 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 if there's data, if there's measurements you want to take that would help you show that, yeah. that's good. But generally, you could be as simple as going for a walk on the beach. You yeah. don't have to, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter how many steps you did or, you know. No, exactly. What aerobic content it had or whatever that is, you know. Um, yeah. So I think, I think if you do kind of log it in some way or journal it in some way, I think that's really helpful. So I'm yeah. going to start doing that and thinking about, well, you know, how do I record it? And it, it may be a photo would do it for you. Like the, yeah, then you could good. use that examine thing of going back over yeah, the year and looking exactly. at the photos. Yeah. Anyway, mm. that's what I'm doing. Well, well, that sounds brilliant. And Happy New Year. And I look forward to meeting you outside. Indeed. And, and look forward to meeting podcast listeners over the course of the yes. year. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, so do let us know your themes if you want to join in on that or let us know yeah. any thoughts you have on this um, uh, yeah. episode or indeed any other episode. Yeah, and thank you for those of you who've written in. We haven't ignored you. We've just stored the ideas for episodes and um, yes. and keep sending them in. And thank you to everyone who gives as well. Oh, absolutely. And, we, and yeah, because we do get emails that are great and we kind of want to give them a bit more space. So uh, we'll be doing yeah. that. Yeah. OK, thank you very much for listening. We should go. We should. Uh, Happy I'm New gonna... Year. Happy New Year. Is that it? Is that the end? I thought it was going to be something a bit more tender and special. You said like you you were like, I'm going to go and cook a lovely meal for Claire. Actually, I'm going to the chip shop. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to go outside to get there. <laughs> Genius. Genius.